and welcome to the one and only podcast you need in your life for keeping up with the latest and greatest at Elmwood Park. This is Parkside Chat, where you get the 411 on District 401. I'm your host, Aaron Sulmer, and for this eighth episode of Parkside Chat, I am delighted to be surrounded by Elmwood Park's delightful coaches. We have Jamie Canis, Dominique Burns, Vanessa Wolf, and Paul Euler. Welcome, all. This is the largest podcast I've done. We have five people spread out. It's kind of pretty awesome. That's right. Yeah. Oh. So we also even made this extra special. We did um, podcasts and donuts. So before we even get into introductions, um, let's talk donuts. I think Absolutely. we have some like rivalries going on here between mm-hmm. different donut places. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so how about you, Vanessa? What's your go-to donut place? So there's a place in Palatine called Spunky Dunkers. Yes, there is. It's amazing. I brought a dozen donuts of all different types of flavors. So they're amazing. Okay. Well, you know, my next question, What? it's going to be, what is your favorite donut flavor? A vanilla long John. No hesitation on that. Oh, nope. yeah, that, that was that was pretty solid. 100%. How about you, Dom? Well, I feel like I'm speaking for the entire um, community of Elmwood Park and say that Reuters Bakery on Grand and Harlem is by far the best. Um, and my favorite from there is the chocolate cake. Just chocolate cake donut, basic. Mm. Okay. Jamie? So... Vanessa and I live pretty close to one another in the northwest suburbs, so I am also a Spunky Dunkers fan, but I did not bring Spunky Dunkers, and when my mom heard that Dom was bringing Reuters, <laughs> she grew up in Harlem and diversity and can remember going there as a little girl, so I had to pick somewhere that was kind of local, and it's Palermo Bakery on Harlem and Irving. Uh, it's delish, and I brought um, the apple cinnamon, but while I was there... The Nutella twist just jumped in my car. How about you, Paul? Um, I like Stan's Donuts and they have uh, different locations, but they have one in Oak Brook that uh, is delicious. You have to give it a shot if you're ever in the area. Okay. So we have like four different places representing. Actually, for this episode, I'm not going to be impartial. I'm jumping in also. So um, I also live close to Jamie and Vanessa and have had Spunky Dunkers, but I am team Country Donuts in Crystal Lake no. on Route 14. So that is that is who I am Ooh, backing in this donut contest. <laughs> and my favorite, did Paul, did I ask you your favorite donut? Yes, you did. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, okay. you didn't. Not the, my favorite donut is probably a chocolate long john too. Just kind of a classic. Yeah, long johns, huh? My favorite is the red velvet donut from spunky dunkers hey okay. jamie it's in the box downstairs oh <laughs> just saying can't wait it's probably as high for me i would say either a boston cream or a blueberry cake it all it all depends oh, nice. on the day you know i don't, I don't know it's like a okay. boston cream day and on that note let's talk about coaching a little bit because i think for a lot of people who aren't teachers and aren't in districts uh the the idea of an instructional coach might be something foreign to them it's not something really that students see or are aware of all that much so let's talk about like what is a coach what do you guys actually do so i like to think of our role as kind of similar to a coach on a team so you have you have players who are teachers and there's there's different talents and there's different positions but our overall goal is to reach some kind of success. So, you know, for a baseball team, that's the World Series, or for a football team, that's the Super Bowl. But our definition of success is student success. And so 
you know, people have different talents, and we, we all kind of need to learn from each other. So when you think of a baseball team, you might have a pitcher who's really good at pitching, but they can't hit, or someone who can field but can't catch. So, we have, you know, teachers are kind of the same. We have these specialties that we have, you know, teachers who are great at reading groups or um, instructional technology or science labs and STEM. And so we kind of take these, all of these talents and bring them together so that they can share and collaborate to reach a common goal, which is students. Well, that was a pretty thorough answer, Jamie. <laughs> that being said, let's talk a little bit more about some of the specialties that we have in this room, too, because, uh, you know, under the under the greater branch of uh, instructional coaching, we have specialties just like we have science teachers and math teachers, et cetera. So uh, let's talk about maybe a little bit more about what you focus on. Vanessa, want to? So... My main focus is obviously math and science, and for those of you that use Seesaw, I'm also that go-to person, so I guess we can kind of throw that in as my, you know, my mm -hmm. title. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, you know, diving into the curriculum with teachers, looking at different options of, you know, implementing things into classrooms, throwing in that tech piece as well, now that we're all remote learning, um, just trying to make things more engaging for both the teachers and the students. And like Jamie said, to just have that overall student success. Dom, how about you? I am so pleased to be able to be the first district language coach, um, which more specifically means that I uh, work with teachers that educate English language learners. My five years as the EL resource teacher, I think prepared me very well for this role. So I work with teachers to best, best educate those learners and um, work on strategies. So we were trained on the SIOP model, which is a phenomenal model to teach English language learners. So I'm really, really excited about my new role. Yeah, and I know, I know when I was in the classroom, I definitely would have loved to have, especially an EL coach, because the only time that I ever heard the term SIOP was when I was in teaching school. Yeah. So that's unfortunate, but I, I think that's the case for a lot of districts. And so we are super blessed to have you oh, as a coach for EL. And I'm turning over to Paul, and Paul is our instructional technology coach. Okay, so like Aaron kind of said, I was uh, technology uh, instruction uh, for elementary for the past 21 years. So now I'm uh, adjusting to this coaching role, and my goal is to help teachers integrate technology into their curriculum, uh, especially during this remote learning 2.0. My goal is just to help teachers out introduce these different types of tools they can use in their classroom to have more effective instruction and help students learn better too. Yeah, and, and really that's, that's the entire point of everyone in this room. It's not just to, to teach or to talk about things in a vacuum, it's to get it integrated with instruction in a way that's going to improve student learning. And, th and that's the ultimate goal. Um, we, we help teachers, we talk to them, but we always have that in our vision of, of improving student achievement in the districts, yeah. which is really cool. I think I, as I look around the room here, I just see a bunch of dedicated partners to all the teachers in the district. So it's amazing. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, we talked about like what we do, what we specialize in, but you know, how do we actually do it? So we have this thing called the impact cycle. Jamie, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Sure. 
So the impact cycle is a coaching model where teachers kind of identify a goal or something that they would like to improve on. And then as coaches, we work with them to gather resources or tools for them to reach their goal. And so, you know, this has been really important to have this model in place during Remote Learning 2.0 because we do have teachers reaching out who want to improve things in their instruction. And so using this model, either in person or remotely, just helps us kind of get those steps in line for how to help a teacher improve in an area where they feel they would like to grow. If you haven't read The Impact Cycle by Jim Knight, it's a great book. It doesn't just apply to us as instructional coaches. It can apply to pretty much any profession, no matter where you are. It's, it's something that if you want to uh, do some self-help, question mark? Professional growth. Professional growth. Well, we'll go with that, Jamie. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk then, you know, every other podcast I've done, we've talked about obviously the pandemic, which is still at the time that we're recording this, it's, it's in a flare up. We don't know what it's going to do, but let's talk about how that impacted uh, coaches in this time. How did that, how did that influence what you did and how did that influence how you prepare teachers and, and what about approaching your job? I think... For, well, at least for Dom and I, like when we came into this over the summer, it was kind of, we sat down with Jamie and we're like, all right, what do we need to do? What's the plan? How are we going to get teachers, you know, on board with everything that needs to get done for remote learning 2.0? And a lot of it was they need PD. They need professional development to help guide them in ways that are going to help their students be successful. And so over the summer, we hosted something for teachers called PD in your PJs. So they were able to sit at home in the comfort of their own home, on the couch, in their bed, wherever they felt comfortable, and watch some PDs that were hosted by us on different platforms that we were going to be using this year. And PD stands for professional development, if you're listening and you don't know. We were able to come up with some really great ideas, but then from that point on, I feel like a lot of our professional development was driven by teacher requests. So whatever they, they've been requesting, we've been putting on for them, which, was, which is so valuable. Okay, so now that it's not summertime and teachers are not in their pajamas, what, what, what does it look like in the current environment? Lately, we've been asking some of the teachers in the district to put on some PD. Um, you know, we hear some really amazing ideas of what's going on in, in virtual classrooms, and so we would reach out to those teachers and ask them, would you like to present to your peers about what you're doing in class? And, and it's been really well received. And I, I just love hearing what's going on in all the different rooms because obviously we can't get to everybody's classroom, but it's just been amazing to hear about everybody's roles and what, you know, what they're doing with the students. It's, it's been a, a really nice experience to hear what's, what's happening all across the district. And it's nice too, because we've had a variety of different teachers present. So we've had EL teachers present, we've had special ed teachers present. So again, like Dom said, it's just great to see what's happening and how teachers are rocking this whole virtual learning mm -hmm. thing. Well, and I have to say from my perspective, you guys are being kind of humble um, because you have put on some rocking professional developments for the staff too uh, during this time that you're not talking about, but you have. So don't forget about that. Um, another thing we did to set up teachers for success for remote learning 2.0 this year was to set up and kind of improve our coaching corner website. We added um, 
a whole page on all of the professional development that we, we've offered and we've recorded it all. So if you're a teacher and you weren't able to attend one of our professional developments, um, you can actually go on that page and watch the recording. We also put together a page with templates and things that are kind of ready to go for teachers. So we kind of did the legwork so that they could spend their time doing what they do best is that, you know, working with students. So um, that was a fun undertaking. We continue to update it as we find resources and provide professional development to teachers. So it's always a work in progress. And at this point, I think we're out of time for this episode. Um, and other than that, thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Stay healthy, be good citizens, and make good choices. I'm your host, Aaron Selmer. This has been Parkside Chat. Until next time. It was in a band that was almost like live karaoke where I had to be like on and be able to, like they would just change songs without telling me. What? So I, I think very well. I know, I, I, could, I could see it in her body language. Yeah, what else do we add? I was gonna say. It's like you're barking, like a dog. Woof, but let the dogs out. Can we call it episode nine, Return of the Coaches? This is Parkside Chat, where you get the 411 on. <laughs> Why? I didn't know you were going to jump right You jumped right to you. Like, right. <laughs> oh, you like, I don't want to keep you from you your donut. Us a donut. Go like, get your donut. And like I said, Jamie should just be hosting this one. <laughs> she hosts my life, okay? Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, oh. Jamie just raised her hand. Um. <laughs> Do not include any of that band stuff. Cut all of that. Oh, You're gonna have so much editing. I oh. oh my gosh. Yes.